it's morning. And that means it's time for Rotten Mornings. The best way to start your morning off rotten. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Rotten Mornings, kind of a secret surprise episode. Uh, I am Scott. I am Matt. I am Brandy. And I am Grim. Okay, I put here on the notes, if we could clearly identify who we all are, we've got off to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> Winning. That is rare. I guess so. That's a problem. So if you guys out there listening didn't know whether or not we could clearly identify who we all are, because we've messed it up several times. Every time. Yeah, yeah, we can, though. We did it. Everybody gets a reward. Woohoo! Does that mean we got I never got one before. No, you don't get one. God damn it. Everybody gets awards except for Grimm. Yay! I patted myself on the back. I guess that counts. Hey, Grim, I I ordered you um, an award. Did you really? You got lost. Don't tell anyone. I I totally, wink, wink, ordered you one. Uh, I feel so included. He totally, wink, wink, ordered you one. (laughs) Yeah. Who is wink, winking? Who is everyone listening to this podcast? Super hard. I don't like it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, um, it is September, and we have a ton of stuff coming up uh, that we can talk about in this episode of Rotten Mornings. That's right. We can go ahead and tell you guys some of the things that we definitely plan on doing. There's still a lot of announcements to be made because we're going to put a whole lot of work on our backs and not work on it until we get right to the edge of October. Because that's how we like to do things. Stress Uh, in the past. (laughs) We actually planned uh, several things that would help us in order to take some of that workload off of us. And And then we talked about it. Did we really? we, uh, Matt and I did, and then we discussed the fact that, like, we nobody we're wrote not it down. To. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> we're not going to. Uh, we're doing some haunts too, um, uh, this month. Yes, we are. We are going to, uh, on the 18th, we'll be at Hellbilly Hollow. Um, Hell Night. Or Hell Night. 18 and up only. Uh, I'm guessing at some point we're going to go to Netherworld. They're open and ready to go. I think Containment's open also. Are both of those those open? What was that, Brandy? I think a lot of them are opening up early in September this year. If uh, Netherworld is open next this coming weekend, uh, I'd like to try and hit that out. Yeah, we've got to be at uh, at the chicken house on Sunday, but we don't have anything else to do. Yeah, okay. we don't have anything scheduled. Well, I have a possible like guest appearance on somebody else's podcast, but so far that hasn't actually worked out very well. So <laughs> it's whatever. Does um, anything work out? No. Does it? Okay. Nothing ever works out. That's because we're rotten. <laughs> 
Um, I, I got to see the Halloween Horror Nights already this month. So yeah, I'd love to hear about your experience. My main interest is how were the crowds out there? I again just keep seeing more and more posts about that thing being sold out. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it is sold out, but they did a thing this year that Orlando has never done, from what I understand, which is limiting the crowd. And <laughs> based good. on what, yeah, based on what I saw, uh, if they hadn't limited the crowd, dear sweet God. I know, right? Just watching yeah. your lives that we put up on our Rotten Reviews Facebook, there seemed like there were a lot of people around, but. It just, it seems so cool, like, seeing you go through the, like, scare zones, because even though, like, you take away the fact that there's a ton of tourists there, that shit looks like you're there. You're in whatever that thing is, in in a street, open air. Like, it's so cool. I really loved the tree lady. What was that from? Who was she? Uh, That was from The Birch. It's a Crypt TV uh, short that they ended up making a movie about. It was amazing. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, I was thinking you were talking about the, there was, there was like several tree sections, but there's one that's like Gorewood Forest, and like everyone there is like coming out of trees and parts yeah, of trees Yeah, that's, that's the one where they had the uh, creatures with like the hook hands, where they look like they're walking with their hands down, but they're just like these big ass like backwards kind of scythe looking things, and they had the chick on stilts with antlers. I think the one she was talking about is in the Crypt TV area. The girl that looked like she was like a giant oak tree and she had the twisted vines and a straight line across her head with the long fingers. Oh, yeah. Is that the one? Yes, she was like mostly gray. Yeah. So there was like... I really enjoyed the footage you had of the the light show display too with like the fountain and everything. Yeah, right. Uh, I was really impressed with how many like holograms they got in just their water. Yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> we we are guys. Uh, I, walking around, I'm like, man, we're only like one or two things away from being this level. <laughs> Wait, who is who are we? Uh, uh, rotten. It, it, we're only like one or two things away. Uh, one. We just owning. have to be rich, and two is own a theme park. Yeah, that's own it. A theme, yes, that's, yeah, <laughs> owning a theme park, that's the big that one. would be awesome. Yeah. So, uh, only two things to check off, guys. We're almost there. I know that's oh, right. <laughs> Jacob said if he gets hit by a bus, he makes a lot of money. Oh, okay. Uh, is it enough money to, like, finance a bus? <laughs> <laughs> it, it will, like, finance my family. <laughs> see, see, see. Well, I mean, I can't. Where did that voice come from? Grim, you do a, you a do a hell of an impersonation of Jacob. Shit. Yeah, I was do. That, was that Grim? I thought that was Brandy doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, it really wasn't me. I don't know where it came from. I'm just as confused as you are. Our podcast is now officially haunted. That's awesome that we're haunted by Jacob. I could not uh, hope for a better ghost on our podcast than Jacob. Right? (laughs) Jacob's actually just a really good ghost name, you know? Like, oh, you know, old Jacob, he lives up in the attic, throws things around. Oh, Jacob the ghost. Wasn't Jacob Marley, like, one of the most famous ghosts? Uh, Maybe. 
I just yeah. I, did you hear him just now? Did you hear that? I, I didn't. I, I didn't either. I missed it. What 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 did he do? Hold on, let's see if we can get him to talk again. Oh, ghost of the podcast. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> fun stuff, fun stuff. Um how were the uh, I'm interested in the haunted houses. How were the fucking houses? Did they did they line you up? Like did was it all recorded? Like what did you think about? Okay, so the best way I can describe the haunted houses is that uh, if you go to an amusement park, you stand in line for a really long time, and you get on a ride and you ride for like, you know, 3 minutes or 3 to 5 minutes whatever, and then that's it. Um, so imagine that except for being on a ride you're on your feet and you just fall. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the lines moved pretty good, uh, which was really nice. There were like, really long lines. It was nice that they had how long the wait is. That's something I haven't ever really seen at a haunt before, except for maybe Netherworld, but I don't know that Netherworld has that posted. Yeah. Um, but having that and giving you the option, I could go on the website and check the times like at any time to see what haunt has the lowest lines. And then I want to go over there and do that. Uh, the problem is it takes 45 minutes to walk from one to the other. Um, so that was neat. And then the haunts themselves, the ones I was like most excited about were probably the biggest letdowns to me. Not that they were, were like bad. They just weren't, um, as amazing as the other ones. Which ones were the ones? Was the Beetlejuice one one of the ones that you were really looking forward to? Yeah, I was looking forward to Beetlejuice. I was looking forward to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but my big one was Bride of Frankenstein. I love Universal Studios monsters. Yes. <clears throat> um, the so and, and like with the budget that they've got, I I don't want to see corpses that I can see at any haunted house here yeah agreed no, and that takes nothing away from the haunted houses here the haunted houses here are incredible absolutely a, a blast um labors of love largely right uh but with huge studio money i want that i want that dead guy to be a, a dead guy i don't want to see a, a clear you want dead people mannequin. laying around universal studios Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you're so, saying is you want the caliber that came from the um, Dapper Cadaver, like really good corpses that they yes. could definitely easily afford. Right. Yes, Dapper Cadaver. Dude, I hadn't thought about them in years. <clears throat> That's awesome. Um, But then also, I will say, too, that it is really difficult to make a haunt around a single character. Yeah. Um, and, and I've been thinking about this ever since I left. Like, what would I do different? Like, I, I mean, it is what it is. But so Beetlejuice, for example, you go in and then immediately there's Beetlejuice. He's on stage. He's saying his shtick. And you're like, oh, that's cool. But if I've just seen Beetlejuice, what's the rest of the house is going to be? Yeah. Well, it's going to be a bunch of more Beetlejuices. Yeah. 
They're like, hey, how did you get from up there to over here to say the same line? Well, um, and, and I'll say this about because I've seen walkthroughs of their houses multiple times and I've seen the ones from this year. Like what Universal tries to do is make it like you're walking through a paneled comic book in a way. Sure. That you walk into a different scene from the movie and it's not like their haunts aren't they're not geared in a way that it's like a beginning to an end. It's more like you're walking through pieces of something you remember. Like, oh, holy shit, I'm in that scene now. Yeah. Um, and well, that was like really true of those. Go ahead, Brandy. Sorry, I just, I don't, I don't mean to take away from this, but I have a couple questions from you once you answer that. Okay. What was I answering? <laughs> okay then i guess that makes it my turn uh yeah did you did you feel like you were rushed through or did you get a chance to look at the decor fully and how good was the decor in the scene layout um okay those are great questions one i will say that universal studios did a phenomenal job of pacing uh, it almost <laughs> to the point where it took away from the haunt because there are there are like um, crew members all throughout the haunt with a, a little light that's like hey uh, speed up or hey y'all slow down um, so it did allow for pacing but you, you, you're seeing like park workers very yeah. often and, and that kind of takes away from the immersive experience there's just no way to not do that. Yeah. Um, I can well, yeah. there I can see how that's a, an issue. But anywhere else, you really rely on your actors to do that. But the problem is that, and this is just a me thing, the way I feel about it, is that they give their actors, uh, hey, do this rep repetitiously. You just do this over and over and over again. <clears throat> so in Beetlejuice, all the Beetlejuices, Beetle. They're all wearing uh, a face mask. You know, we're in the middle of a thing. Uh, yeah. So they're all wearing a mask. So literally, I really was kind of impressed with the first person's like speech and like everything. And then I saw the next one and he's got the same voice and the same speech. Yeah, all recorded. Yeah, but what what is cool about that is that it does not like you don't have to worry on people having different voices you don't have to worry about people messing up the lines you don't have to worry about somebody throwing out their voice for having to do this speech every you know five minutes um so that actually was kind of cool and then in bride of frankenstein uh, and in a couple of other haunts there's like women whose mouths are open screaming and they do a scream but if you look their mouth is not open that is a sculpted face mask that goes over yeah. their mouth and then they make it they do makeup up the top of the mask into the uh cheeks to yeah. blend it in so it's beautiful they can breathe through it and i don't know if they were screaming or, or if it was a, a speaker i really couldn't tell you but it was it was done well uh well, in, this, in light of what's going on that again comes down to like that thing that's my opinion. Like again, I, because of the way that Universal does their haunts, that they are like dark rides and they use the actors just like animatronics. 
I think that that works because you have, you know, a genuine human person doing it. So you're not in the uncanny Valley, but you also have that not working part because I would like, I wouldn't want to work in a haunt. That's like, here is your A to B steps. Like even haunts that have a little bit of, Hey, this is A to B still are like it when it comes down to like what you're doing is still kind of up to you. Well, that's like like, grim completely fair dude that's completely fair but i will say like if i was hiring someone to bag groceries i'm like i want you to stand here when the groceries come down the line grab them and go and then i'm going to pay you for that i can trust that you will do this one action the same way every time you are a paid performer in this go do that and you take out the need to be like the need to be a, a specific thing or need to have acting skills. So you have a bigger pool of talent to pull from. I can understand that. Let's Grim, what do you think you work and have been working in a haunt uh, through the whole season? Like, how do you feel like, what, what, what would you rather it be? Would you rather it be where, you know, you would just do the repetitive thing and keep a lot of your energy, not lose your voice. Or would you still rather be set free and like artistic, like what you do? I would rather it not be pre-recorded. Uh, I like using my own voice. I like interacting with the customers and playing off of what they say, what they do, how they react. That's the more fun part for me. And I think personally, it's like the difference between like your uh, your bagger analogy is the difference between going to Walmart and coming to where I work at Buckeyes. Like I I couldn't just do a robotic repetitive job because then – my customers could go to any gas station and get that same treatment. They come to us because of that extra piece of interaction that I give them. That's not scripted. You know what I mean? I completely agree. But I could see how it would work in a place like universal with the massive amounts of crowds that they tend to have. Because those people would be dead by the end of the night, having to put that many people through a heart. Wow. I think it's, it's really like, uh, it, it, it really kind of goes to show that our, our haunts that I say our haunts, like the haunts around us are so much more special because you do get a more intimate experience. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I think even when it just comes down to us as a company, that the reason people enjoy us is not because we're good at anything. God knows that's true, but it's just because of our genuine nature. Like we have no reason to like, bullshit up the ladder like we know we suck that's fine we're cool with that we actually love that about ourselves but they like us because we're honest and genuine and i think like in the smaller haunts you get that genuine experience dude like that i hate to say it but that's kind of true like people like us better than our stuff (laughs) yeah exactly they like they're like your stuff is all right but you guys are cool but your shit is just you know whatever (laughs) Hey guys, we're gonna uh, take a quick little commercial break. Uh, you guys are gonna hear from one of our sponsors. You'll love this. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. And now a word from our sponsors. This commercial is brought to you by pickle flavored macaroni. It is good. Mm mm. Taste that dill. 
you know what? I really love macaroni, and I really, really love pickles. And I've always been like, how do I get more pickle in my macaroni or more macaroni in my pickle? Now, with Grimm's Amazing Recipe, that problem's been solved. Too often, people have used... Too often, people have thought cheese is the only option with macaroni, but not now. (laughs) Pickle macaroni is so good, it makes us giggle. Pickle pies. I'm eating it now. I'm giggling. (laughs) So if you want macaroni and pickles... Eat it. <laughs> uh, we're back. Uh, we are talking uh, Halloween Horror Nights and, uh, and experiences there as we hope to talk about a lot of different haunts uh, on this podcast throughout the October and, and haunt nice. season. Just looking for Grimble. Yeah. She should be joining us here here shortly. She was uh, doing some research on our next sponsor or our last sponsor because she was really interested because uh, uh, she likes that stuff. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we, we, we do have the best sponsors. She didn't know that we were coming back after the- <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Probably should have told her that we were coming back after the break. But well, here she is. I know she didn't want to come back, but thank you for coming back, Graham. I'm dying. <laughs> she has been forced to join us. So how did your research go on that that uh that last sponsor we got to hear from? They don't want to talk to me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, join the crowd. (laughs) Uh, Brandy, to get back to your question, you asked about uh, how the sets were, like how everything looked. Yes. And I will say that I did not see a bigger difference between the sets at, say, uh, Netherworld, um, New Orleans Nightmare, like those those size haunts. Uh, even Aatrox, like the sets are 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 pretty. Um, there were a few sets that I was impressed with because they were built on a sound stage. The biggest thing that I was impressed with also was that these that are built on sound stages, when you know that they have to have like open tops to like indoor stuff, sometimes you can look up and see like the ceiling is 60 feet in the air and like that's kind of neat for me you know just seeing like the the background of like what's happening but um the haunting of hill house (coughs) that looked like you were in hill house oh that's Um, awesome yeah i watched i watched the walkthrough on that one but they don't really look up that much so it's kind of hard to tell what the up looks like yeah, uh, the, the the two things I'll say about the Haunting of Hill House one is they use projectors for ghosts. That was amazing. Nice, um, yeah. And then there's, a, I, I don't know, I didn't watch that whole series, but apparently there's a very tall guy. 
and uh, he comes out like in on stilts when you first see him, and then later he's on there like the same character is on like way bigger stilts. So it's like this huge guy like walking oh, that's towards awesome. you. Wow. Yeah. And, and like you had the like the the ceiling space to support the, those type of characters. That's know? awesome. I remember um, in one of the haunts from last year, the Killer Clowns haunt, that they had the giant, like evil creature at the end of the Killer Clowns movie, and it like filled up the space, and there was just so much room in there with it, and you had to like go between its legs to exit as it like swiped at you. Where was that? <laughs> at at last year at uh or the year before that at Halloween Horror Nights. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Oh yeah, for the uh killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. Um so you you were talking, Matt, about uh a lot of the haunts are set up like comic panels. So you might see the character doing this from the first part of the movie, and then you go over here and you see the character doing this from the next part of the movie. I get that. That's cool. Uh, a lot of the, the branded ones were like that. The one that was the most like that was the uh, Tooth Fairy. Right. Because you are, you literally walk in and you see pages from the book, and it's reading the pages from the book, and the, the pages are like, you know, 12 feet tall. Oh, that's then, cool. Yeah, and then, like, there's illustrations in the book, and then you walk into the next room, and there's, like, a kid in bed, but the bed is cardboard, and the kid is, like, a, a cardboard cutout, and then the Tooth Fairy's coming over him, and it's an animatronic, but it's all, like, Paper Mario animatronic. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and I was like, dude, I, this is this is really cool, and then, like, the next room, is like the tooth fairy like person in costume, and I was like, "That's cool." So, houses you went to, which one surprised <clears throat> you the most? Like in a good way, which one were you most impressed by? Oh, uh, that's dude. That's, that's hard to say, but uh, probably like the one that stands out just because I'm on the spot. Answer the question is the pumpkin, and I, I cannot think of the name of it. Like the pumpkin harvest or the pumpkin yeah, carver it's or the harvest. um that one's a classic one too yeah so i'm walking up and if you i saw i put some pictures up earlier uh it's just like a bunch of jack-o'-lanterns and it's very like campy like i'm like okay well this is like a family friendly one uh and also i'm doing it during the daytime so it's you know whatever and there's just just like happy jack-o'-lantern faces and i'm like that's really cool and then I turn a corner and I'm under the pumpkin patch and there's like vines growing through everything. And then like uh, the carver's coming out with his blades and, and oh, like that's cutting awesome. up stuff. And we're like, what just happened? I, that's awesome. I was totally wrong. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, and then the other one that like really blew me away because I didn't know what the theme was. Um, and it's called Carrie, but there's an S, so it's scary. Uh, right. Yeah. It's the town. Yeah. So uh, it's one of, of uh, several of the haunts that were there that are, if you're going for fan service for universal, um, film properties, Beetlejuice, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, et cetera you'll get that experience. But if you're going for Halloween Horror Nights specific fanfare, these are 
haunts that are like over the last 30 years, they've had this theme in different kind of ways. And yeah. Cary, Ohio, uh, one of the guys who started Universal, like it's from there or something, but they've had a haunt about Cary in every, like it, throughout multiple iterations throughout the years. I didn't know that going in. So I go in and it's just like a, a, a weird kind of haunt in the in the homeland. And I'm like, this is going to be like a country western. Like, what the fuck am I walking into? Dude, there's like demons coming out of places. There's aliens everywhere. And I'm like, what the shit? And then there's like these little old school TVs. And there's like the uh, house on Haunted Hill, like guy in a... a uh, American flag shirt selling you some product or like evangelism and you're like what the shit is this <laughs> That's so it was like yeah it was very much like house on haunted he- I mean uh, house of a thousand corpses meets an x-files episode oh that's awesome <laughs> sounds like yeah. pure chaos I love it it really was it was the most pure chaos but it was also one that like Going through that, it's not comic book style. Everything is a totally different thing. It's like a mismatch of all the different stuff. So it was really, really fun. Uh, and I liked those. Those like those were better for me. I had more fun on those. Um, the Halloween Horror Night Icons Captured was the same thing where each part, like the first part is like the original Jack, uh, who's their clown character. And then... Right. Um, what's her name? She's the Harley Quinn knockoffy kind of character. It's not Lucy. Yeah, I know what anyway, you're talking about, but yeah. Yeah, she's in that. And then like toward the end, you get like what Jack has become and he's like sitting on a throne and he's like throwing his hands and that's super fun. And that's oh, yeah. I'm trying awesome. to think. Um, but there was some stuff. Oh, there was a puppet master, not puppet master, but like a puppeteer um, stage. And that whole house was one of my absolute favorites because everything's puppets. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's all puppet things. But I've seen that one too. Yeah. Well, there's one part where you're walking through and the wall, like, uh, is just like little. Uh, Aquariums. I don't know what, how the fuck to say it, but anyway, there's right. little mar- marionette animatronics the whole way down. But the first one is uh, like a, a dwarf feeder captive audience. Yeah. So, and, and also the whole puppet theater is broken. So it's like a, going into an old puppet theater, but like the walls are falling down and shit like that. So oh, that's really wow. kind of a neat thing too. Um, but like the first of those that you come to is uh, a dwarf and it's just a guy who's back there and his puppet is just a little tiny body under his head so he's just puppeteering the hands nice uh, yeah i thought that was really neat and then like the the next ones you come to they're all animatronic uh ventriloquist um dummies i mean uh not ventriloquist dummies um marionettes yeah and then they're distracting you and then this baby puppet pops out like demon baby puppet pops out and that gives you the pop scare and that diversion to the scare was fantastic nice (laughs) uh there was there was also in that a reverse hamlet uh so where uh uh he's doing the horatio 
Right, uh, with the skull in his hand. <laughs> yeah, but he's got the skull and there's a severed head in his hand. It's literally like I went to the video to see what the name of it was, and the picture on the video is exactly is what you're talking about. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah, that's great. His skull looks great. The head looks great. Um, I will say, too, because of, like, current things going on, there was a lot of the the monsters behind glass. glass. Yeah, yeah, and the mask. I, I like the mask because I know we're in the middle of the thing. But when it comes to like pre-recorded, I really want to see their mouths move because it's like, and again, I, I understand completely this pandemic. I, I'm pro that 100%. But I think it takes away a little bit from the pre-recorded even because of the fact that they could just wiggle their head and that would still match, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But I will say like a lot of people – were asking me, like, hey, I don't know if I want to go because I heard everything's behind plexiglass. First of all, it's not. Everything is not behind plexiglass. All the actors are not behind plexiglass. And, and as you guys can see from the live video, I'm interacting with, like, stage performers who definitely are not behind plexiglass. Oh, yeah. You know, most of them are wearing – yeah. I mean, most of them are wearing, like, helmets or something where they could wear a mask under a, a, a mask, you know, whatever. But um, – and I totally understand why they would. But – um, the plexiglass actually added something for me, um, because there's parts of the haunt where you see the plexiglass and it's dark behind the plexiglass and you're like, okay, I'm fixing to get a pop scare. They're going to turn on the lights. That monster's going to hit the wall. Right. Yeah. Uh, yep. Monster was behind you, motherfucker. You didn't even know about it. Yeah, that's so, awesome. As long as they're using it to their advantage, direction. I like that. Yeah. Uh, let me plug something. If anybody is interested in, like, you know, Scott talking about how they weren't behind plexiglass, if you have any questions like that, uh, I'm going to plug a different YouTube channel. It's called Attractions Magazine. And they have a beginning to end walkthrough from media days of a lot of the haunts there. So you can get a kind of a, like, a, what it looked like going through those haunts. Hell yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there was a haunt that I, we haven't talked about. Let's see, there were the, we did the, the we talked about the Bride of Frankenstein, and that was pretty, dude. I love. Oh, I got I got one question for you: In the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house, were they using pre-recorded sounds of chainsaws, or were the chainsaws actually making the sound? <clears throat> to their credit, I cannot tell you. Okay, that's fair. As long as you can't tell, then that that. As long as you thought it was that way, that's all that matters. If they, they did a good job of disguising it if it was that way. I will tell you that when I played Leatherface for um, the Chamber of Horrors at Madame Tussauds in, in, in Vegas, um, my chainsaw didn't operate. Yeah. Uh, what would happen is <clears throat> I'm behind the, the freezer door. And before I would slam it open to get that, that slam pop scare and then me standing there as fucking Leatherface, there's a, a switch on the wall that I would switch chainsaw sound, slam the door, and the sound fills the entire space. You don't yeah. know that it's not coming from my chainsaw, but my chainsaw did smoke, so there was that element. Nice. That's cool. Uh, yeah, that is, as long that as they pull it off. 
And I personally cool. like chainsaw recorded because chainsaw recorded means you don't have to worry about the damn chainsaw breaking down all night long. And trust me, if you've worked in a haunt with a chainsaw, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Chainsaws have a tendency to just stop working at the worst damn time. Yeah, and there's nothing less scary than uh, Leatherface, n- n- nothing happening when he pulls the cord. Yeah, he just has yeah. a chainsaw and he's trying to get it started. And you're like, well, I guess I can get away. Hey, uh, do you have any jumper cables? Yeah. Hey, guys, give me three more pulls. I got to prime this thing. I got this. Uh, I had heard earlier this year that some haunts were not going to use chainsaws because of the price of gas. And I'm like, yeah, but how much is a speaker? Like, what are you all talking about? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, with your phone and a portable speaker, right? You yeah. could put your phone in your pocket, have a speaker in the end of the chainsaw, and literally just hit play on your phone with a Bluetooth speaker. All you need from a chainsaw is the sound. Yeah. Um, I say the sound and the smell. A little bit of smell of, like, gasoline and the sound of a chainsaw. I mean, they're mostly when people use chainsaws, they're flinging them around so much that you wouldn't be able to tell if it was smoking or not. Absolutely. Um, we're going to take a quick break for one more uh, sponsor ad, and when we come back, we're going to wrap up this episode of Madness, so stay tuned. Madness. Come on down to Hellbilly Hollow. We got all things that are good and bad. Bring your wife, your kids, your cousins, your brothers, your sisters, and your other incestuous family members. Have a good old time. The whole goddamn family. Yes, please don't forget your cousins now. Those are our favorites. The cousins are the best part. We do family discounts and reach-arounds for all. And we have a poo drop-in just for you. You come on in, get your ice-cold glass of that lemonade. It goes down mighty fine. That's right. Visit Hellbilly Hollow on Facebook or hellbillyhollow.net. You get on that damn interweb and you type in Hellbilly Hollow, it'll take you right on where you need to be. And say hey to our best friend, Timmy Tim. So come see us. We'll be waiting for you. Be mighty glad to have you. And we are back. Quack. Um, and Matt is making duck sounds. Quack, quack. <laughs> quack, quack. The, one, the one haunt I didn't talk about was called Case Files Unearthed. Um, and it deals with a like an occult detective called oh, nice. Boris something. But he's a like anytime you go to Universal Studios. You can see his detective agency. It's just one of the shops. Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah, and like, throughout the years, they've had haunts with him. Uh, a lot of people didn't, like, that one in Tooth Theory, I didn't get a lot of positive feedback from people just kind of talking to them about what haunts they liked and what haunts they didn't like. And they didn't really get Case Files on Earth, but I don't think that they realized that it was fanfare for patrons you know Um, well i I hate to state the obvious but 
just because if somebody doesn't get it and it's not good, that doesn't necessarily mean it was their fault that they didn't, you know, it wasn't good. It was their fault that they didn't get it, but a haunt can be not gotten and still be good. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, and so I didn't know that they had done a lot of these before. I just like went into it and like going to check it out. There was a couple of things in that house that I super liked. And it had to do, uh, it had, everything had to do with projection in that. Uh, there, there was, I mean, I liked like the whole house, but the things that really stood out, there's one where you walk past the, it's like the door to the detective agency and you see the secretary's silhouette behind there. And then you see the, uh, like an alien's silhouette coming and attacking her and then like blood, you know, going up. And that oh, was really cool. kind of cool. Hell yeah. That's cool. And then the other one, there, like you walk past an open door to like another part of the detective agency, and there's like from another room, there's a projector just shining some light, and then you just see these big tentacles come out, and it looks exactly like a uh, big tentacle monster is attacking something in another another room, not even the room you're looking in. Like oh, that's room. awesome, man! Holy that's shit! Awesome. Right. <clears throat> So I, I, I dug that a lot. Um, yeah. So that was, I mean, a lot of cool uh, attractions. Uh, a lot of the, like, there were some pop-ups for, like, different food options. There's a ton of food options, ton of merch options. Uh, I luckily made it out without uh, having to, to get <laughs> a lot of that stuff. But um, I, I was worried going in because... Everyone's like, there's no way you can do all 10 houses in one night. It's planned to be here two days. I wasn't going to plan to be there two days. But uh, they're like, get the express pass. And I was like, okay. So I go to get the express pass, and they're like, dude, we're sold out of it. And uh-huh. I'm like, okay. Well, let me ask you know, another way. They're like, yeah, you can ask over here. So I ask over there. They're like, no, nah, it's, it's sold out. And I was like, fuck. So I don't have the express option. So at like 4.30, I'm standing for the gates to open uh, that – it's like 4 30 or 5 o'clock i'm standing there for the gates to open they don't open till 6 30 and i'm like man there's so many people here and then the gates open and people like run to be like the first people in the line oh god and i'm like oh, i'm just not doing that so but i did manage to hit all 10 haunts i did didn't get out of there till uh the, the park closes at 2 a.m so i didn't get out of there till like 1 30 i finished the haunts i got me a taco i was good but uh, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't get the express pass. I didn't get the scream early where you get in like two hours early to wait in a different area. I didn't uh, get in that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just got like the regular passes and was able to hit all ten haunts on a sold out night. Well, that's so, awesome. Yeah, right. I mean, that's not bad at all. So let me ask you this: How does it feel? to already have your first actually your first 10 haunt experiences in the first weekend of September I'm going to tell you uh, that's a great question I think I've already got my 10 in for the season so I'm done guys y'all have fun with the rest of it I'm so excited for hot season. I I can't wait. Guys, I'm excited for October across the board. We have so much stuff coming down the pipeline. Like, 
things that we know for a fact we're doing. We are definitely doing season two of Strips. That is a daily five-minute program from us, and we it's going to be amazing when we figure out what we're going to do for it. Uh, we will have be five minutes before we upload it. <laughs> yes, yeah. we will have podcasts coming every damn day, rotten morning, bringing you that same low quality that you have come to expect. <laughs> we will have uh, Grim. Uh, will be doing another Grim story time. Yes. It'll be a season two yes. for that, and yes. it should be really, really cool. I know that we'll have. We'll have darker stories uh, at least once or twice a week. We're going to go back through his catalog and embed them to the site so you guys can hear them and watch along with us. And we'll have stories from Lady Grey, too. We got stories from Lady Grey. If y'all haven't seen those, you can join us for those as well. Uh, we'll have lives from all of our great talent that have recently joined. And, and if it's okay with everybody, I'd love to take a minute to kind of let the podcast audience know about all of our all of our great members and kind of like knowing that they're all going to be contributing this Halloween to all the great programming that we're going to be putting out. So it, it, I was just going to go through a list and just say the name and then, you know, maybe I'll say something about them, like what you love to see from them, what they're going to bring us this year. And we'll just go through that if that's cool with everybody. That's great. That's fine with me. All right. So right off the top, uh, Looks like I'm, it's you. It's it's Matt Ross Hall. And let me just say something about that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, he sucks. He's uh, like the uh, least important of the members. But we'll move I'll, on. I, I, no, let me say something about this motherfucker. Uh, <clears throat> this cat here, everybody uh, that's in, in Rotten is going to be contributing stuff to the October season. Nobody's going to be doing as much as Matt. Uh, Matt's going to be working on shit. Uh, for strips every other day but when he's not working on shit for strips he's working on the fucking podcast when he's not working on the podcast he's organizing shit with the haunts he's organizing live feeds he's organizing all this shit this motherfucker is going to be war the fuck out um, that's true true uh, hey we're not we're not with, handing out raises on the podcast all right um take <laughs> all that remember, back a raise from zero dollars, like I'll, I'll multiply your pay. How's that sound? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, you just raised my blood pressure. So, <laughs> cool. All uh, right. Does anybody else want to talk about how awesome I am? No, <laughs> not at all. Is there anything that uh, we can expect? Uh, from you as far as a series or anything that you can talk uh, about yes yet? you can expect a lot of failing on my uh promises well at some point uh we will be trying to film him putting up our decorations and i will attempt to help with him doing that as much as i can Bless your heart. Even if it's just to set up a camera and laugh at him, you know. I also really <laughs> hope to kind of bring back the series uh, uh, We Are Not Alone. And because yes. uh, I got a few more ghost stories to add into that series as well. So I'm thinking about doing a season two of that. Awesome. Awesome. Cannot wait to see it. So let's let's go on to the next member in chronological order based on our MPS. Please go check out RottenStudios.com. For anybody that's confused, Rotten Studios is the umbrella company for Rotten Reviews, Rotten Mornings, Rotten Communities, and everything rotten. Because rotten is rotten. Rotten so, is rotten. Moving right along to Brandy Hall. It says here, Queen of Rotten. That's me. That's Brandy. 
And Brandy will be all season doing just as much work with me because she has to put up with me also. <laughs> Twice I, as much I work. imagine that I will be contributing in any way I can to all of your endeavors. Brandy is the heart of this thing, and she is also the righteous sword of this thing. We consider her our uh, bodyguard most of the time. <laughs> yep, that's true. That's fair. That's fair. All the way also, down to the point that we also all equally do not want to piss her off. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm apparently the, the scariest member, so I keep hearing anyway. Uh, also, Brandy is, is one of my favorite people that is super annoyed by us and will also religiously <laughs> listen to our stuff, watch our stuff, and just be just the annoyed. most fucking supportive person ever. <laughs> I'm not annoyed when I'm listening and watching. I'm annoyed when you're filming. <laughs> Brandy listens to the podcast the same way she sits and listens to me and you talk. And that's like, she's like, oh, yeah, I got it. I got all those fucking assholes. <laughs> Fair. Okay, so moving along in chronological order, we've got Grim Lens. Uh, Grim, Grim is the... <coughs> Grim is a big reason why we are as big as we are right now. I couldn't have lucked up any better adding her into the group. She is a fucking genius artist and mad props. Yeah. Aww. I I cannot wait to see the chaos that you contribute to all of this. <laughs> That was sweet. And I say that because you are listed as the chaotic entity, and I cannot think of a better description. (laughs) Grim has definitely been one of the most exciting uh, parts of Rotten over the last year, and and just, I I wish that we had had her a part of this for all these years. We would have gotten so much more done. No, You better be saying that because I'm here right now. Liars. Oh. Oh, you're here? Ha, I didn't even know you were here. I thought we were just saying words. <laughs> ha, we, we love you, but we'll never tell you. <laughs> Grim helps all of us stay motivated to keep producing more content, and that is the the best thing that we definitely all needed. Grim raises all of our morale because we know we're not as batshit crazy as she is. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true at <laughs> all. <laughs> so if anybody has anything else to say about Graham, nope. All right. Hopefully not. <laughs> so so Graham has um Graham's story time. Is that yes, correct. And she will be helping out with all the other stuff because oh, yeah, for sure. The last year we only really had her for Grim story times, but we've grown like way closer uh like at, with doing the work and the stuff that we do and there are going to be a, at least a few more people that are die hard to help us get this stuff done. Maybe not everybody, but a good bit of people. And we know that we know that you'll be booked uh, a lot of the time working for your own haunt, but we hope to yes. get you to join us as, as much as we can for everything else we do. Oh, hey, let's plug her home haunt, too. Oh, yes, that is Hellbilly Hollow opening night, the 18th. Hell night, 18 and older. Please show up. It will be a cadaver of fun because there are a ton of people that are going to be there. Now, the rest of the season after that is not 18 and up. You can bring your kids. 
but Hell Night will definitely be the beginning of the fun for most of us. And that's every Friday and Saturday starting at the end of September and going to the end of October. Hell yeah. Cool. Who's next? So next is Misty Carousel. We have only just recently added Misty. Skip Carrie. Oh, shit. Oh, (laughs) I guess I got to go back chronologically. My fault. The other, like most amazing drawing our numbers in nutbag case that we still (laughs) literally all of us cannot wrap our heads around because her mind is the chaos of a storm. It is random. Is Carrie Cannibal. Yeah. The Cannibal Princess. That she is. And she is awesome. I, 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 I love watching all the changes that happen even just in her from when we first met her to the kind of the person she is now uh like i see so much i mean she's she's young, the youngest member i think honestly out of everybody yes and, and it's really cool already, to see how she's grown she has already shown such amazing growth and yet has <sighs> so much potential for more too and she also will be at Hellbilly Hollow throughout the season. So a lot of her time is booked already as well. Um, so we will we will work hard to get her available to join us for these things too. Uh, is there anything that uh, is there any series that, that we can talk about that carries? Honestly, we've been talking to her about doing some uh, readings for a series in October. Some uh, tarot. Yes, awesome. Hell yeah, and I'm sure she's going to be a part of all kinds of other stuff too. So oh, yeah. I'd, love, to, I'd love to, to see some her. more of her makeup tutorials too, if she has the time for it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I will say, like, just just a word about her. Uh, sh- you guys are absolutely right. She's just a, a mixed bag of chaotic. What in the world is this this person thinking? <laughs> but then uh, when it's like, hey. Uh, we need to get this shot or whatever. She just switches into this wildly professional, like handle it, get this done. And then as soon as that's done, she goes into talking about toast or something. And you're like, what? Or dancing. What? Yeah. What just, where did, where? Taco. <laughs> she's an on and off switch and it's awesome. I love that. She's, <laughs> she's great. She is great. All right. So moving right along to Misty Carousel. As I was saying earlier, attack clown. She is. She's really new to the group. Uh, I've seen a couple of there. They've doing some TikTok videos. I know that Scott got to visit them, and they also got to come to our house and hang out and do some videos. And we had a lot of fun with them. And Misty just does. She does a kick-ass job of like really pushing the brand. Like I can't wait to see what is coming from the newer members. And I know that they're going to be helping out this year. And I, I it's going to be spook fucking tequila. Right off the bat, Misty, Cadaver, and Ravage, who we have not gotten to yet, will definitely be joining us for Hell Night. So that's going to be entertaining. And I expect we'll see uh, a, a lot of lives from them come October on the Rotten Reviews page. Hell yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I'm excited to see what, what they, they come up with. They do bring uh, uh, Misty and, and Ravage both bring a, a uh, I'm sorry, Misty and Cadaver both bring a, a, a lot to the brand. It was kind of really neat. Um, we were at uh, CreepyCon a few weeks ago, and I had a, a friend of mine with me. And uh, she turns and looks at me, and she goes, people have rotten tattoos. 
Um, <laughs> she's like, you guys are, you guys are so famous. Like, yeah. yeah, no, that's no, scar saying that shit. That's an honor. Yeah, yeah. that is. She, she was like blown away, like seeing uh, a, a a person's anatomy with the uh, the rotten tattoo on it. She was just <laughs> yes. like, what? That's awesome. And okay, so let's move on to Cadaver, who is uh like uh Misty's man. Uh Misty and Carousel and Cadaver Carousel. It's, it's interesting to see how Cadaver is is evolving also. And uh, like I said before, it's great how they push the brand. It's great what they're doing on their lives. Uh I, I can't wait to see more from them. I can't wait to see what they bring to the table this October because I know that they've got it in them to be like really creative on some awesome ideas. I believe they're planning on doing some reviews for us too. Oh yes. And I have actually seen cadaver deal with kids and that dude can deal with kids like a pro. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. They, those guys, you know what? They're, they're really fun and they have a, all right, let's do it attitude. And that's awesome. I have to agree. All right, let's move on. To, I believe I, I have to scroll down here that Ravage. Yes, Ravage is next. Another one of the newer add-ons. Uh, Ravage is a hell of a go-getter. Like I knew of Ravage before we did this because he's been doing lives. He's got a few different characters that he does. He's just like, he's a super big family guy type of let's just do something. And he, I know he works with Tommy Necro and he's been doing music or like he's been kind of helping him with videos and stuff like that and working with uh, Dylan. Is that what the guy's Dean Dean and doing some movies with him as well. So I love his go get I love that he wants to be involved with stuff. I can't wait to see what he's bringing it. And I've heard a little birdie told me that we're going to get a series from him known as the ravage hour of power. Ooh, exciting. Wow. Can't wait to see what that's all about. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Like, uh, I, I, I say it all the time, and I don't even say it as a joke. Like, if you want somebody to do something, ask the guy who's doing something. Ravage is definitely the guy who's doing something. Um, yeah. But before uh, he, he joined us, like, he was already doing all these things. And uh, and, and having him being able to work with us on some stuff is, is really exciting. So I am excited to see what he's going to be bringing. I can't. I cannot wait. All right. Next in the order it is written is Sir Scott a wee tree. <laughs> a wee tree. <laughs> <laughs> yes, guys. If you have uh, don't have public urinals, how can it be? In <laughs> uh, this, Scott uh, has been doing a metric ton of stuff for us lately he is blowing it out of the water he's got stickers going out it, it, there's a likelihood if you see a sticker somewhere that definitely came from him oh yeah he's getting people to put our tattoos on him uh <laughs> because of his logo that he made up he's i mean like he is our tech genius when it comes to everything we do when it any graphics logos putting together websites like he did a kick-ass job of putting together the rotten studios website uh i mean like even though he's a little bit of a uh hating to be in crowds uh kind of person so <laughs> but yes, we Scott, all, you are awesome we love you 
we all have that in common and he is just doing a banger of a fucking job pushing us to that next level getting those things out there so people like can find us can understand us and and if there's anybody that has helped me like even continue to like want to do rotten throughout the times when i was just like it's not going anywhere i'm not doing anything and rotten script last year would never have happened without scott pushing matt to do it and i think that's great you rock scott you guys none of that recorded i'm gonna have to hear it again (laughs) 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 um so for what's coming up, we, I'll, of course, we'll have the, we'll have the podcast um, every day in October. Yeah. Uh, rotten strips. We'll have rotten strips every day in October, <laughs> um, and then there's another little tiny. Uh, it's not going to be very long, but uh, there will be episodes of. Uh, it's untitled, but I'm playing with rotten uh, rotten. Uh, or Rotten Motion, it'll be some uh, some animation stuff. Oh, that but, sounds uh, cool. Yeah, we haven't we haven't uh, done a ton like it'll be something kind of unlike what we've done before, but it's going to be super rotten. So oh, I'm looking awesome. forward to that. Yes, <laughs> and I, I expect to see some more reviews from you too. Even though I know you said after Halloween Horror Nights you were done. <laughs> <laughs> Tapped out. That was it. That was all the ones you get. I, 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 I reviewed 10. Where are you guys at? I'm hoping uh, you'll have an opportunity <laughs> to, to join us for a lot of our reviews. Absolutely. I, I am. Uh, it is my busy season with my other work. So it's always like killer that I'm in huge projects there and, and running to here, but it's going to happen. We're, this is, this is. The most this is the most magical time of the year. The most magical time of the year. All right, so let's move on down the line to Lady Victoria Gray. Lady Gray Victoria. Lady Victoria Gray. Uh she's like another great one of our like she does so much stuff. I've yeah. seen her guest starring on other people's shows. She's recording her the stories that she does, the different lives that she does the characters, the TikToks that she puts his work into. She has done numerous original sounds that I like so much that I totally stole from her. Yes. Uh, I, <laughs> I have the, a couple saved now that I haven't used yet. The I amount of work that Lady Victoria puts in without anybody on her shoulder saying do it is is astounding to me. And I'm so yes. excited about her coming to visit us for the weekend of Hell Night. It, it's going to be a great time. Oh, absolutely. And, and like, we're talking about like, like these just fucking rock stars who are like, hey, I'm just going to start doing something and I'm just going to do it. Like, she embodies that. She had so, she puts so much on her plate to do. And, uh, I, you know, I don't know that we and can still talk finds about a way to get it done, unlike yeah. having all of us yelling at each other to get <laughs> our stuff done. Yes. We have such an amazing crew, it's, it's full of talented people. I love them. So she's she's she has all this on her plate with one of her characters, and I, I don't know that we could talk about any more characters, but she may be even doubling her workload by yes. adding more characters. And like, what are you doing? That's like, 
you're crazy. That's wild. So, uh, yeah, super jazzed to see what, what we'll be having. I know we'll have some lives for her uh, yes. throughout the season. So, And we'll have yeah. her stories also embedded into the site so you can listen along with us. So much content coming, guys. So next uh, is Tutu the Clown. And he's one of the few people, like, that, I, like, the newer members that I, like, literally had seen what he was doing, that he was putting out a lot of content. He was doing these awesome lives. He has an awesome character. He is so – like, honestly, I feel like he – when he's on top of his game, he is better at interacting with his live audience than we are because he's just one dude in a room, like, interacting, and he still can keep his energy through the roof without any kind of, like, extra help. Like, when we are all live – Kit Kat. Kit Kats, it's true. It <laughs> That's a spinach. Yeah, yes. Kit Kats are too too spinach. <laughs> but I can again, I can guarantee you, we're going to have lives coming from him throughout October. Uh, he's also going to be helping out with a couple of other series. We haven't like set aside anything particular for him to do singularly, other than the lives. But that's not to say that that won't happen. There's a good chance. Could well, be something he is crazy. also a haunt actor for two different haunts that we plan yes. on visiting for our reviews. He's going to work. And he plans on doing some reviews himself when he's not working. He's going to work a little bit for containment, and he is uh, dedicating a lot of his time to a haunt called Ghost Train. Yes. And I can't wait to go to Ghost Train and check that out, because exactly. there's literally a little train that you ride. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, that guy brings so much energy. Uh, I love when he goes live because it's one of the lives that I look forward to the most because yep. I know just jumping in, uh, whatever kind of day I'm having, uh, I'm going to get pumped up and like excited because he's got that energy going. I agree. I agree. He is so high energy, it, like yes. completely on his own. I love that. about him. Yes, he is. So next in chronological order is Goth Arena, another very, very new member. Uh, she is from uh, uh, Britannia, if I'm not mistaken, New England, London. London, somewhere. London, England. Uh, she's been doing a lot of like going to the haunt circuit up there uh, that, you know, of course, we have absolutely no trajectory on and doing a kick ass job of like selling the brand. Uh, making her great TikToks. And, you know, I know she's, again, she's another one of our younger members that are like, you know, kind of getting more speed to her character, getting more speed to like what she's going, what's going on in her life. And I cannot wait to see what she's got coming down the, you know, pipelines for yes. us because I think she has a ton of like, untapped. like talent and untapped potential. And I cannot wait to see that just pour out of her. Yes. Same. Yeah. Uh, Goth is definitely like one of those people that like we were talking about before, like just to kind of a go-getter and everything. And like she had that ability to like build up her TikTok and like yep. putting out all this like content and kind of reading the room and, and knowing the audience and like knowing, hey, I'm going to do this to get this to go here and here. And when you've got a plan like that, when you've got a life plan, a business plan, a, a character plan, you can't help but be successful in that. Agreed. All right. Next up is Hinch, another one of the new ones. And Hinch is a fucking psychopath. Like I almost, <laughs> I almost look up to how psychopathy he is. And I know even in his psychopathy that he fucking has like a massively horrifying job and a kick-ass family. And he's just, 
he juggles everything and and still does amazing dude well. if you want to feel good and like dude just like say hi to hinch and like within two sentences that motherfucker is gonna make you feel good even though like yeah. you're like oh is this dude gonna like murder me no dude he's like got the most genuine fucking heart i love how he pumps people up and I, I again again i cannot wait to see what he's got in store for us got some great tiktoks out there too yeah yes he's such a lunatic and a sweetheart yeah, our, right? our, our crazy his, sweetheart is Hinch. <laughs> all of his TikToks are original sounds, original scripts, and I think that's great. Yeah, dude, you guys are so right too. Like, uh, you talk to Hinch, and you're part of Hinch's family. You're just like, what yep. the shit? Yeah. Like, uh, he's just like super welcome. He's just got that like um, kind of. I, I always like say that it's like you're comfortable with who you are. And so other people are comfortable with you, you know, and like, that's an awesome thing, dude. I, I'm really excited to see stuff from him in October as well. Great. Hell yeah. All right. Next in order, we have uh, Raz, who is uh, like, he's doing some great stuff. I've read a couple of different ones. He have a story. He did this really crazy ass, like <laughs> rap thing that I will, I could never have written. And he did a great job of, of what he did. Uh, and I love Raz's idea. I know we were in that commercial that he did for the uh, the fake hotel commercial that was bad as shit. And he just has this great way of like talking people into like, hey, let's network into this area. And he's almost always right about where to go or where to put your interest in. And that that fucker knows a lot of people. Yeah. He's, a, he's yes. a great writer, has some great ideas, and I know he'll be tied up with his hunt in Ohio as well. Uh, but I, I think we'll definitely get to see Do you some great stuff. Remember the name of his hunt? Off the top of my head, I'm afraid I'll say it. Right yeah, I can't remember the name of his haunt either. Do either one of you guys remember the name of his haunt? I do not. Well, we should slap I'm ourselves gonna, in the hand. <laughs> see if I can. But yeah, again, Raz is a great ad. I think Raz is going to be amazing. Watch him, uh, you know, just to see all the stuff that he's got that he's putting together. It's going to be cool. Absolutely. Raz is uh, like one of those people that has been uh, in the haunt industry, in the horror industry, uh, in the, the horror film industry. And he just brings a ton of experience and knowledge to the table. And we're, we're super fortunate to have him as part of it. Yes. Well, we, we <clears throat> he has a haunt, guys. We will put it up on the site. We're sorry we can't remember the name right now. <laughs> but sorry, Raz. Last but definitely not least, and I might have skipped his name to the end because god damn it, this guy isn't more talented than we are. Is fucking Nick Moose fucking lay oh, with darker Nick stories. Nick does by himself what we've been doing with our group. He does editing of video, sound, music, uh, audio, reading. The fucking he is a jack of all fucking trades solely by himself, and he's been networking his fucking stories for longer than we've been networking our own film stuff. Yeah, yeah, and the other thing about Nick too is like he's another one of those guys that you're like. Dude, you just scared the shit out of me. I'm literally gonna have nightmares about the story you just told me, and I'm, and you're like one of the happiest, like 
coolest yep. people I've ever talked to. Dude, and you I just can made still, me hungry with your food picks. I can still <laughs> see in my mind every time I think about Nick some of the stories that I've listened to of his that had no picture whatsoever, but I don't remember the words or what was on the screen. I can see, I can see the guy in the field in the horror episode where the holes kept opening up and I can see the creature coming out of the hole or I can see him in the barn. Oh, uh, Jess's haunt's called hell's dungeon. Hell's dungeon and Dayton. It's called called hell's dungeon guys. I was going to tell you all that. (laughs) All I could remember earlier was Dungeon, and so I was afraid to say anything. Everyone in this story. Jess is Raz, by the way. Yes, yes, Jess is Raz. Raz is Jess. (laughs) Yes, but but back to Nick. uh, You'll be hearing a ton of his stories throughout. Yes, you will. uh, And I promise you, you will get those same pictures in your brain. Yeah. Because he is a hell of a lyricist. Yes, they're so perfectly descriptive. You can imagine it very greatly. And he's got a couple of them rotten peoples in some of them episodes too, which are, you know, it, even though that one Matt guy keeps screwing up the episodes, they're still really good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it's a testament to his skill that he can put you in something <laughs> and still, and make it still be good. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> But <laughs> cool guys. Well, that's that's the whole run, right? That's the run. Okay. Hey, we're gonna take uh, a one more quick little break, and then we'll come back and wrap it up. All right, guys, we're here. Uh, we have just done a review with the Good Stuff's Kettle Corn Emporium. Mm. This is one of our, our favorite uh, popcorns that's come out. This popcorn is amazing. Phenomenal. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> yeah. stop eating it. How many flavors do they have now? Like 68. 68. And they have literally a kettle corn for almost every flavor I could possibly imagine at this point. Even I think I've tasted some licked unicorn. <laughs> a licked <laughs> unicorn. For everybody, even if you're picky. Even yes. if you're picky. The, this company uh, supports uh, the other haunt actors and, and yes. helps promote those and mm-hmm. gives them an avenue for that. And uh, we've seen a lot of our rotten friends have their own corn yes. yes. Such a beautiful thing. I love and it. the fact that good stuff is bringing together the haunt community, it can't be anything more rotten and more on par with what we want to be. Absolutely. It's and beautiful. this damn kettle corn is mm-hmm. fucking amazing. It absolutely <laughs> is. Stop eating this. I'm going to turn into a kettle corn. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, check out www.kettlecornemporium.com and get yourself some of this. this is absolutely phenomenal. Get you some of this. Woo! <laughs> okay we're back um, so we are. just listening to the mass amount of talent that has come and joined this little humble thing that we have going uh I, i'm so proud of these guys i'm so proud of of, of all of this I'm super jazzed, man. I'm super jazzed about what's coming on. Graham, talk real quick. Talk, talk, talk. Okay, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm jazzed. I can't wait to fucking watch all this stuff with you guys. I can't wait to come up with what any of this stuff is. 
right before you guys see it. Uh, like <laughs> October is going to be a hell of a month. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you started thinking of uh, strips? I don't think much no. really. That's fair. I mean, we, we've fair. mentioned that we need to think of stuff for it, but that's about it. Well, that's uh, almost as much as I've done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I always like to think, like, coming up on strips, I'm like, man, I could just film this one thing and then chop it up into 15 pieces and wash my hands of it. <laughs> you, think, uh, you think we'll have any more uh, Rotten Road segments? Uh, <laughs> I think you might see some of those. <laughs> I, I think only because uh, I'll be on the road the entire time. <laughs> I wonder if uh, I'll come up with another rotten road adventure for myself. The last one I attempted was unsuccessful, but who knows? The last one you attempted was wildly successful, and we loved it. I agree. Uh, I agree. Well, as far as what I was looking for, I was unsuccessful. Uh, man, um, we got a lot of haunts to hit uh, this season. We got yeah. a lot of fun. And, and for you guys listening, we put a ton of work into this stuff. We We do that. It's a labor of love. We absolutely enjoy doing it. But it is a lot of work. And then when we get to go out to haunts, A, that's the time that we get to like, hey, we're at a haunt. But then at the haunt, we're like, okay, turn the camera on. We're going to film this review or we're going to film this. Yeah. But we're still working. We have fun stuff. So. We have to remember to hit certain points and remember to wrap it up when we're leaving, which we don't always remember to do. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we'll try another world maybe next week. Yeah, maybe Sounds we can do that me. because, like I said, we only have Sunday to do the chicken house. So, so we've got okay. Friday and Saturday night open as of right now. All right, uh, we we will let you guys know what we decide on that. And uh, guys, that's been the show. Thank you for sticking around and and listening to us meander on about random things <laughs> uh matt you got anything else i'm uh we're good to go all i gotta say is stay rotten Hell stay yeah. rotten stay rotten Brandy, Grim, you guys good everybody's solid yep all right stop playing all in right, traffic guys. sorry uh the only reception i could get i'm standing in traffic <laughs> <laughs> This was the last episode. Thanks, guys. Stay rotten. Stay rotten. <laughs> Stay rotten. Join us next time for another episode of Rotten Mornings. Rotten Mornings.